Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey guys, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at Pro Taper Handlebars and Controls. I'm Don Maeda, joined in office by Chase Curtis, our regular co-host Alex Ray of the So Good Bike Racing Team. And uh, we got Anton on the phone remotely who has just gotten home from Denver. So dude, we had a pretty badass weekend. There's a lot of stuff going on. We had uh, the Outdoor National and then we had... The two-stroke race, and yeah, a lot of good stuff. So, Anton, the first thing I want to say is I saw Weege's post, and he called you Antonifa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been that's been the thing lately. Uh, it was a joke around when we didn't get to go to Washougal, um, and everybody said it was because of an, 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 uh, Antifa, and I'm Antonifa. So, yes, mm. just wanted to remind everybody I'm the reason why... Washington. We didn't go to Washington. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. All me. All me and my vegan Doc Red uh, Martin Boots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, dude, uh, Thunder Valley was kind of cold, it looked like, huh? Did you uh, did you wear your girl jeans or did you wear short pants with the <laughs> fluorescent legs? Uh, girl pants. Oh, always. okay. Tight jean king. So, dude, good racing, though, huh? Um, awesome. That was awesome. Scary track. Yeah. It didn't look fun that at all. That track, yeah. The I ruts? think your A-Race side of it, that track does not look like fun. No. Yeah. I mean, okay, so the jumps that they built are really fun. Like the doubles and the uphill triples and all that stuff. All the other shit, no. It sucks. Yeah. It, I, the ruts? The downhills? Well, I mean, I don't mind the ruts, but it's mainly like the dirt and, I don't know, like the ruts, it's weird. Like they don't till it, they didn't till it deep. They It looked like they did and then like practice comes around it's huh. yeah, yeah it got it got pretty hard packed and like there was some spots where there wasn't a single rut in the corners mm-hmm. and then you have other spots of the track where it's just got huge holes yeah huge like holes in the middle in the, in the middle of the ruts yeah like right before the finish there was a huge hole on the inside yeah that you guys could like cut way right and mm-hmm. hit the track marker yeah but dude but but yeah i i personally didn't really gel with the track um but I mean, hey, we all got to ride the same track. Some people gel with it, some people don't. I mean, that uphill um, where you had to ice that triple—that um, looked that, sick. But it was not sick. <laughs> it, it like <laughs> I did it maybe two or three times in practice, and like I was barely making it. Right. You know, because I mean, yeah, you build all these big jumps, but you got to remember that altitude. Yeah, you're at altitude, and your bike is not very fast. I mean, our bikes, our 450s are pretty good, but mm-hmm. I mean, man, I was feeling it for the two 250F guys. Yeah. yeah, dude, you look at the 250F guys going up the start straight. Uh-huh. It's just I mean, all blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the track looked like hard pack, right? I mean, yeah. was it was it because of the time of the year? Um, Did it develop differently? I wouldn't say that. I would just say that they they prepped it in certain areas a little bit different than others, because there was some spots at the track where it was deeper than deeper than crap, and then other spots it was hard packed. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, you if you've seen their track prep on Friday, like leading into the race, like the track was deep, very mm. deep. So 
Um, I think two things that play along with that. Yeah, different time of year, and it's been drier weather. Because, like, even if you look at photos and stuff like that, those hillsides are completely brown. Yeah. Typically, we go there, and they've had some rain or something like that, or there's a, a chance of a storm or something, you know, because it's early summer. There was none of that this time. I mean, it was a picture-perfect dry day, though. They're at that time of year in, in Colorado. Second thing, and this goes back to Millville not being as ripped so deep, same track crew did both tracks. Uh, Schaefer track, so Shane Schaefer and his guys have been responsible for that, two of the nationals. That's Maddie's brother-in-law, right? Yeah. So um, I think I think that has you know something to do with it because two tracks that haven't been ripped super deep that typically are a little bit deeper and a little bit faster has Shane behind them. Uh, and that's not a, a thing against Shane. That might just be like the way that things are going this year, where they're not, where they're not ripping it so so gnarly. Uh, a Ray, something that I asked a couple guys: you guys don't walk the whole track. I mean, you your siding lap in that free practice is pretty much your chance to see it. But because I walk the whole hillside, something that I've always noticed about Thunder Valley, and even more so this year, there's a lot of mulch in that track. Yes, and way more in some spots than other spots. Um, and I think that also has a, has a part to play with it too. Some guys don't seem to mind it. Other guys didn't like it as much. And to echo what a Ray said, yeah, there were places where you would see certain turns that typically get maybe five or six lines in them every year. And they were complete freeways through there and not one rut in them. And then other sections would get the typical shoot up that they do that center hill in the middle, like the step down where Eli crashed a few years ago where the photographer ran out in front of James, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That looks like Jesus. it might be a Ray. Like, how is that downhill compared to like Glen Helen? Because the jump and then how like gradual and tapered off and how fast it is, that looks scarier than anything at like any other track. That, that whole section looks terrifying. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're coming off of that, that, um, that single there and you're coming down that hill. It's sort of an off camber hill and it's curving to the right. Mm-hmm. So you're you're coming in off camber to add an angle, and then it's rougher than shit, and you got ruts all the way across the track. So I mean, yeah, I mean, you, it's very easy to get the rear end to skip out each way. And I mean, I I, I had a sketchy moment there in the first er, really in the first moto, you? yeah, sketchy? in the, fir- oh, in the first moment. <laughs> In the first moto, I had a I had a pretty sketchy moment there where I, the, my back end skipped out and like went over the my rear wheel went over the top of one of the ruts and like Ugh. I almost went for a ride there. But but yeah, like like he was saying, it's it's pretty sketchy. I'm not gonna lie, because mm-hmm. just because of the off camber and that right handed turn. Did you do? Were you uh, you weren't in 450 Pro class when they did it at night, right? No, did it at night. That was in 2009, somewhere around that. I just Jeez. remember. That would have sucked. <laughs> it bro. was strange, but like I, I can't imagine racing in those kind of ruts at night with no. artificial light when the shadows at it count. Yeah. Well, even towards like the second moto 450, they had mentioned a broadcast like there were some shadows in those ruts. The sun was going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the last the last race, it was almost it was borderline dark because yeah. like you're on a hillside and you know, the the sun if the sun like drops like over that hillside, it's pretty much dark, it's dark over there. Yeah. yeah, it's on the side of that mm-hmm. hill. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't really gel with the track, but okay. So you blew your finger apart in yeah. practice. Yeah, last terrible, time. terrible. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Anton was actually there whenever I took my glove off um, after practice. So um, last lap of the the second qualifying practice, I was up going up the hill in the back, and then right before you drop back down before that step up section, 
I got to the top of the hill, front end washed out. I didn't get like let go of my hand in time of the bar. Mm-hmm. So whenever the bike fell over, my finger got caught between the clutch lever and the oh, handlebar. And it, yeah, it just sliced my hand open pretty good. Um, Did you break the lever? Did the lever cut you? No. Well, I have, like, the arc lever, uh-huh. and then it has, like, a lot of, like, metal on the inside because we have the hydraulic clutch yeah. for, like, the plunger. Mm-hmm. I see. I think that what's, that's what got me. But, uh, but yeah, they said um, if I had broken my finger with that big of a laceration, like, in there, because mm. it was, like, to the bone, mm. I would have had to have surgery that day, you know, because risk of infection. But, yeah. Um, nothing was broke, thank God. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just got like five stitches in there. I mean, it looks kind of ugly. Um, like Anton seen it. I had, my glove was just full of blood, you know, so where Anton the was there when you pull the glove off. Yeah. Yeah. I came mm-hmm. off the track and Anton was walking back to the pits and, um, I had stopped, you know, for my mechanic and I'm like, dude, I think I did something to my hand. Like it's bleeding. Like I took my glove off and I was like, oh shit. So I had to go to Asterix. They had to clean it all up and like you know squirt you all the shit alpine in there alpine stars oh well alpine stars yeah. now yeah what's asterisks asterisks are the knee braces that i wear oh. <laughs> <laughs> did anton did you get lightheaded when you saw all the blood no because i actually was helping him like oh. i was okay i was okay but i could tell like how he was moving his finger i'm like oh this is going to be burly when he pulls it off um so yeah me him cholo mike like i held his helmet while i pulled everything off and then directed him where the actual trailer was because yeah, he was about even... to aimlessly he was so lightheaded he was about to aimlessly like walk through the pits looking for the rig <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like i didn't know where, i didn't know where it was but uh but yeah i found it they they stitched me up all nice and everything like that they told me not to race because i mean i would probably <laughs> rip all the Blow stitches out yeah. you know that i just did and uh but they numbed it and the, or like before they did all the stitches. Yeah. And they said, "Oh, this will feel good for about an hour, and then it'll sort of start to kick in, like it's yeah. hurting." Mm-hmm. So I mean, like I didn't really have much time. It, my my finger still felt pretty good by the time the first moto came around. So I was like, "Oh, I'll just do a lap, you know, and pull off, you know." Like my day's pretty much done. I got my fingers just chewed up, you know. Yeah. So like we uh, so what we did was we added like an extension to my uh, hand guard so like my hand wouldn't get roosted oh, okay and i could i couldn't bend my finger um all that well and i had to use my middle finger for the clutch and then i could hang on with the the pretty much the two fingers on the outside Ooh. so like i'm like well i can't really grip the bike that well you know we'll see how it goes i take off and i'm like well it doesn't hurt that bad and then i crash in the first lap i fall over in a turn i'm like oh shit i was like well i'm by myself i'll just do some laps and see how i feel Mm-hmm. so i ended up doing some laps i was like well f- shit i feel i don't feel that bad so i rode like half the moto um decent like working my way up through the pack past a few guys and then uh my damn pipe falls off again yeah. was that your so, pipe yes yeah, that was I my was like, pipe i saw it i yeah. was like ah Eric. okay on tv <laughs> yeah when they're all, oh there's a pipe fall off i'm all i bet it's alex's <laughs> <laughs> same i was like yeah. listening for the bike yeah that was that was my pipe so yeah, after yeah. that i'm like well my fingers chewed up. I'm riding without a pipe for 15 minutes. I'll just, I'll just pull. Her, I'll just take her back to the truck. And that's where I had that sketchy moment as well, like yep. coming down the hill. And whenever I did that, I squeezed really tight. Like ah. I, I forgot about it, and I like squeezed the bars tight, and it felt like it ripped the stitches oh, out. So Ugh. I came off the track. There was like blood. Like ah. it was, you know, coming back into my glove. Cause um, I went in there before. I'm like, hey, like. I want to try and fit my finger in my glove because it couldn't fit with the gauze that they had on it. Yeah. So we bandaged it up a different way to make it a little bit thinner so I could get my glove on there. 
So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I went back in there to make sure I didn't rip anything. I ripped it a little bit, but not too bad um, yeah. where they didn't have to redo it. But, uh, yeah, they said second moto. Like, if you want to be good for Paula, then you should probably just do a lap of the second moto and just call it a day. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of what I did. Um, yeah, and because in second moto, too, that's when the numbing stuff sort wore of off, wore right? off and that sucker started hurting. I couldn't hang <laughs> on. I couldn't hang on the second moto. So, yeah, I, like I, gave, I tried, but couldn't <coughs> do it. I like in the uh, – Instagram post. Mm -hmm. Somebody said about your pipe falling off, and Cholo Mike got in there and defended himself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it was just uh, last weekend uh, we had we we got a new bike, right? Yeah. And you know that on the Kawasaki's the the subframe sub will break if it's the subframe will break if it's not <coughs> rubber mounted or you know it'll eventually break just yeah. because it's a weak a weak part. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a new bike and. We just didn't have a reinforced subframe on there yet. Mm. Um, so that's what happened last week at WW. The and tab the, broke off. Yeah, the tab broke off. Um, that's how my pipe fell off last weekend. So mm. we put an older subframe on that was reinforced, but I guess uh, some of the threads were messed up or something. So the it just pulled out. Like there's like a welded nut on the back side yeah. of it. Yeah. That nut wasn't even on there. Oh. That nut had like broken off. Weight reduction. Yeah, and the pipe fell off again. So that's what happened. It, it nothing to do with Cholo Mike. Cholo Mike, he's been crushing it all year. I mean, some of this stuff that's been happening to me, it's it's no one's fault. It's just freak shit. Mm -hmm. Like from it's just this year, 2020 for me, it's just <laughs> been a black cloud. Yeah. A black cloud. So I'm I'm ready to just start fresh. 2021. <laughs> there is a 700 $700 fund awaiting you right now. You're going to get after Paula then the pod, next week's podcast. Hopefully, but, but hopefully, hopefully we add to it, right? Hopefully we add to it. Yes, yeah. um, we'll just have to see sort of how my finger finger feels. I mean, I'm not a pussy, okay? Hmm. This thing, it it may not look like much, but it hurts. Oh no, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> it's a little green too. Yeah, well, it's all bruised up and everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's still like fat. You know, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, we're gonna give it a shot. I mean, hey, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I have what five days. Five days. Five days. So, I mean, I'll have to ride with the stitches in there. They told me that that's probably the best bet, um, and then get the stitches out afterwards. So, uh, yeah, we'll just have to freaking do what we can, mm. you know. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna give it my 100%, you know, for Swap Moto Live and Custom Upfits. Yeah. You know, I'll be wearing a yeah, Swap Moto Live helmet. Yeah. I'll Your Custom Upfits is sponsoring Alex this weekend. What? Our good friend Todd Ford in Sacramento at Custom Upfits, the uh, guy who built the SML van, he's uh, he's helping me. Yeah, he's, he's helping, helping me out for Paula. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be like, you Are know, you gonna be gonna pitted out of a Custom Upfits van. No, that I'll be, be pitted cool. out of SGB, but okay. Okay. hopefully they'll be parked pretty close to the SGB rig. So mm -hmm. we'll, you know, me Swap Moto Live and Custom Upfits have have sort of figured something out to where you know we're gonna. We're going to, you know, he's going to help me out and I'm going to do my best to help him out and, you know, put on a good show for him and have some fun. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it should be a good day. Um, I haven't seen the track of Paula. Um, I know a few yeah. people have, but I haven't yet. It's going to be so big and retarded. I heard yeah. it's going to be very, very jumpy. <laughs> very Jeez, jumpy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that place, dude. Jeez, man. You know, I don't you know need what to? they do. Okay. That new. Uh, Is Jody building it? 
Because, I, I mean, I feel like... That's Glen Helen. It, yeah, I know, that. but usually they build retarded jumps at Glen Helen, too. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, that, that device you have that we will not name, but it has, I think, a feature of how much time you're in the air versus the ground. Yeah. You should run that somewhere on your motorcycle wow. and see. That'd be cool. Man, yeah. 50-50? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, okay, getting back to Thunder Valley. Uh, Justin Cooper gets his first win with the uh, 2-1. Um, Ripping all day. They yeah. were riding really good. Like, yeah. even in the first moto, like, I mean, yeah, Ferrandis won, and he was riding amazing, but Jay Coop was right there the whole moto. I mean, yeah. Anton Anton saw the same thing. Like, he it came wasn't from that like big sixth of a, yeah, second. Yeah, and it wasn't that big of a gap. Yeah. So, so Anton is the... Uh, the altitude, just a huge advantage for those uh, star racing Yamahas. Dude, dude, like, look at those start photos that are in the race report gallery. It, Dylan has not been the best starter all year. We all know that. Bro, he was half a bike length ahead of everybody, <laughs> 25 feet out of the gate. And you're just like, yo. And then it, it went even better because those guys were one, two, three going into the first corner pretty much. Mm-hmm. Qualifying was equally as impressive, you know. <laughs> Justin was the fastest guy there. Dylan Shane are right in the mix. Mm-hmm. RJ was the one non-star racing bike in the top five. Huh. You know, that's that's unbelievable. Uh, or, you know, he was the one guy that broke those up. Thrasher did really well for his pro debut, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, that was a big deal. Um, I think that, and especially for Justin, too, he, he's kind of come into his own and gotten way better. I thought that was badass because the last couple of weeks he's been saying, I'm going to win a race. I'm going to yep. win something before this year's over to do it the way that he did it, especially in that second moto, you know, to hold off J-Mart, who's going for a title right now. Uh, that was a statement ride for, for Justin. Um, Don, I don't know if you knew this, and, and maybe A-Ray or Chase, you didn't either. I just, like, kind of casually asked in the press conference, hey, you know, we get done with these races in a few weeks. Yeah, Supercross is coming, but do you get an off season? Do you get some prep? Do you get some stuff going on? He's going in for shoulder surgery. Who so, is? Justin? Who, who, yeah, Justin is. He said he's oh. got to get his shoulder fixed. I had no idea. So that makes how he's been this season. I mean, he's had a gnarly year, some crashes and practice and stuff like that, you know, right before Utah, the broken hand, all that. But uh, that's a, that's impressive to know that he's had a dinged-up shoulder and he's still doing as well as he is. Yeah, yeah that's true. And to and to Anton, that uphill triple that we were talking about, um, going up that hill, it was about a second. Mm. It was a second, maybe even more, to ice that, especially on a 250F. And they were doing it. And they yeah. were having yeah. zero issues. So the crazy. star guys oh, were yeah. having zero issues. Yeah. Like, uh, I know Brandon Harraf didn't do it all day until I think the last moto. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like you, if you watch McAdoo in practice, the dude was trying every <laughs> single lap, but the poor guy just wasn't yeah. making it. <laughs> he was casing it and casing it and casing it. Like, I mean, it was hard to jump. It was a big yeah. jump, you know. And, and hey, there were 450 factory guys not doing it yeah. clean every lap that yeah. like couldn't get the drive out of that corner and then get over it. So yeah, for those guys to do it, like you said, Avery, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. and that was, and then, like I said, that was the second, maybe even more. On the on the mm-hmm. track, so. Hey Anton, mm-hmm. I wanted. I was curious. Um, do you know if Fry and Thrasher are on like uh, pro bikes? Because I know last year when Geico did their amateur kids came up for a couple races, they weren't on like the full pro bike. They were on like a little uh, tamed down motor and stuff like that. 
No, from from what I can gather, this is like the real deal stuff for them. Okay. Um, I mean, especially for Fry because he's pro. Like he is legit. He's on part of the team. Mm-hmm. The Thrasher thing, uh, we did that checking in with. I caught him in the parking lot of his hotel Friday night, and we talked. We even talked about you know him going from CLD to this and, yeah. and everything. So that's on the website. Give it a listen because it's a good, pretty telling interview. Uh, he's not racing amateur at all next year. He's going pro for the nationals. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do Supercross. So I think that it's just time for him to get on the big bike too and get adjusted. Okay. Uh, he might have. I wouldn't have been surprised if he was on something a little dialed back, considering they only had you know maybe a week or so to test. Right. Uh, he was but, on. He was on uh, Master Pool's bike. Oh, okay. so yeah. So then yeah. that's the real deal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, <clears throat> I talked to Justin earlier today, and he said uh, he was thinking, "Man, if if I let J Mart buy me, I'm going to hear so much shit for the." For the claims I've been making, and he said, if J-Mart had gotten by, you would have seen some sparks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess the sparks were later then, huh? What about the uh, what about the Instagram battle with Jet and uh, Justin? I mean, I think it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> and you, personally. You yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we need. We need a little bit more of that in the sport. We need a little bit more feistiness. We need <clears throat> some more drama because, I mean, you know, it gets boring every now and then. So I like it. Yeah. Gives us mm-hmm. something to talk about. <laughs> so you think it's good when there's like a little bit of a, uh, a rival ruffling of yeah. between you guys? Yeah, 100%. So like when, Bowers, make racing when Bowers called in and called you sketchy when we were on the Pulp Show, <laughs> you got fired up. Dude. Yeah, I did. I was pissed, but I mean, it's all good. <laughs> I seen him get sketchy at Millville, so it's fine. Yeah? Yeah, I called him sketchy at Millville because he crashed <laughs> like three times. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, let's see. How, how big of a point lead does Ferrandez have Anton is it like pretty much done does he just have to like ride around at uh no he's not to that point Zach Zach needs to finish ahead of Adam by no, any no, position no. Dylan 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 Dil- yeah class. but for Dylan I think I'm pulling the results up right now I don't think that that is as cut and dry as the like 451 is 20 points I think it was around yeah 20. he's got yeah. a comfortable gap but it's not it's not that he can get too complacent and just cruise around out there hey things have uh, happened to Things have happened to French riders at Paula on the last round. Hey, I've been thinking about that. Hey, you never know. Oh, never I know. I did not even think about that. You never know, man. <laughs> so uh, 352 for Ferrandez to 334 for Martin. So Six. just, yeah. 22 points? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, he would, both guys could potentially lock him up in that first moto mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. Man, it's it's been it's been a crazy year, that's for sure. I mean, hey, you never know. Anything could happen. Yeah. Dude, how gnarly is McElrath in the first two turns? Dude, he's like just the zapping everybody and passing everybody. Gnarly. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's I mean, it's the same thing how he always comes out super strong in Anaheim one, like the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't mm-hmm. need to warm up with anything whatsoever. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh hey, speaking of McElrath, any news on the uh the, the new COVID, rule? The COVID wave of points or anything? Um, I don't think that that's going to happen. I heard he signed a letter of intent with a 450 team. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to say who yet? Because uh, I haven't confirmed it yet, but I heard Dang. that he did. Ah, I'm going to call him. What if it – can we? Can you rhyme it with something? Uh, <laughs> let's just say that it's a very uh, – 
it's a team that a lot of people are surprised that they're doing so well, and it's a bike that everybody talks shit on. I knew it. Yeah, we knew this. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew it. I, I heard this. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, speaking of that, dude, how, how good is Anthony doing? Crush. Bro, huh? 54 twos for your sprocket. What? <laughs> yes, fourteen fifty four. Fourteen fifty four. Just yeah. at Thunder Valley because the altitude. Uh, no, they've been doing. I think they've been doing that gearing a while. I think they for went chassis. up a little bit. Yeah, they doing it Jeez. for for chassis feel a little bit, <laughs> freeing up the engine. Is the sprocket like? Because uh, I I it's noticed, as big as the damn wheel is. Does it get clogged between the rim and the sprocket? <laughs> hey, bro, that's not even that bad. I was watching uh Alex Martin's vlog and he ran a fourteen fifty six at WW Ranch. What? Bro, it was as big as a wheel. Wow. Yeah. And apparently, like they've been talking back and forth, Clark Jones and and JGR, I don't really know this very well, but I think they have something figured out with that type of gearing on those bikes. So Wow. Yeah. Because I know that there's like a, a gearing thing like that for Supercross. It mm-hmm. gets them on top of the whoops better, right? Yeah. It just it just frees up the engine a little bit better whenever you run a four, bigger sprocket on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of, I guess, less bound upness or something. Yeah. Maybe you huh. should do that and your bikes won't blow up. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll try it. What do you think? Yeah. Harry's going to show up with a 62 through your sprocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Anstey's uh, doing well. Do you know, is he staying another year? Uh, that's the plan. He's really talking it up like he, he wants to. He's very confident. Like, if you watch the How Was Your Weekend interview, mm-hmm. he wants to stay and keep some things going. I think they're still waiting on some different pieces of the puzzle to get figured out. But they were even testing on Friday, you know, to try to get everything going. Uh, he has Dave Dye as a mechanic this year, which was, you know, kind of a surprise. I think that Dave got pulled in at the last minute when his other mechanic pulled back. Mm. But for him, Clark Jones, Dustin Pipes, like the guys that are around there, they've done a very good job to get that bike sorted out. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do see Anstey saying because, A, there's not a ton of stuff over in Europe, and B, he could make a very good impression with that bike, with that team, and, and get it going. Yeah. It sucks that Max got hurt the way he did this year at Ironman and just kind of everything happened because i was so excited to watch him ride at millville and at spring creek or at millville in florida you know and it just didn't happen yeah Yeah. but but good year he and he's not getting bummed out about it either Uh yeah i mean he's been top 10 most of the time or hovering around there so i mean i feel like it's been a great year for him he's been i want to see him on supercross too he's been flying the yellow flag strong yeah Yeah. definitely Mm -hmm. and i think he's been in front of the jgr guys a lot of the times too Mm -hmm. most time yeah so Wow, Dave Dye. I haven't heard that name in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Dave Dye energy drink story? What? No. You know it, Anton, right? No. Yeah, so Dave was having headaches yeah. real bad. He worked, worked just, I'm not going to name the energy drink, but he worked at Factory Suzuki. Yeah. <clears throat> and he went in and they found this like growth in his brain, right? Oh, wow. And Jeez. The, they said they need to go back and do another test, but the doctor's like, well, what, what do you eat or what do you drink? And he's like, four energy drinks a day oh, oh and the oh doctor's all, oh well just flush your system drink nothing but water until the test and he drank just water yeah. <laughs> and he gone. went back like two weeks later and it was gone oh my gosh because <laughs> like i was i was drinking something one time and he's like oh put that down put that down <laughs> put <Jeez>. that down <laughs> so i wonder if he, he could probably indulge in the twisted tea though oh yeah 100 percent. that's like yeah. that's an awesome sponsor i feel like yeah. that's the yeah. best sponsor of the pits cool. yeah a couple weeks ago benny Tazi from Bell. It was mm-hmm. his birthday, and we uh, we all went riding. And I, I I was getting water at the 
grocery store and they had a Twisted Tea uh, display. So I'm like, oh, so I grabbed 12 pack of that. It was pretty good. It was a nice, yeah. uh, it was a nice little cupcake and Twisted Tea party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, hey, they have a title sponsor, HGP. Like they're making a good presence this year. So yeah, yeah. props to them. Cool. Hey, another Suzuki rider. What happened to Savachi? Uh, he said he fell down and like hurt his foot, but it's all good. Okay. So yeah, so he'll be back he, for that last one. Did he not ride at all? Or like DNF. Right? He just didn't ride the second moto. And oh, then he Baggett just is one? a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Baggett was a hand issue. Um, I don't know if he's going to come back yet or not. I know that he's been kind of having like yeah. a little bit of an issue with that all year or something, right? Yeah. 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 So we'll see uh. there. Another rider that's not going to be at Paula that rode good this weekend was Benny Bloss. Yeah, I mean, Dude, he had both amazing. motos inside the top ten, I think. But, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the last ten minutes, like, he was still charging forward. Like, he even passed Marvin's second moto late mm-hmm. um, in that moto. So, yeah, props to him for ending his year on a somewhat decent note. Why will he not be at Paula? Uh, just travel. Yeah, probably just travel. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's mm-hmm. pretty close to home back, you know, in Oklahoma City. Uh, from Colorado, so I'm sure he just didn't want to make the trek out to California. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, he, he's going to race the Missouri State Series. His family owns a track just outside Kansas City, so he's going to go race the home race for this big uh, state championship this weekend. Mm. Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah, so that's good for Benny. Yeah. Uh, LeMay's not going to race either. There's a handful of guys that are just not going to go to Paula. I think it could be like kind of a sparse starting line for some guys, but mm-hmm. a good chance for other dudes to maybe even score points. Oh, oh. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> you you got to think, no, too. No, no, that wasn't th- a shot at you, A-Ray. No, well, you got to think, too. Like, a lot of the SoCal dudes who are fast yeah, are going to show up. up. Yep. Yeah, you got to yeah. think. Justin Haft, um, mm-hmm. the Wagemans, like, a lot of those guys are probably going to show up for Paula. Do you, you think uh, Sean Lepanovich and the little ladies of L.A. will show up? I hope Maybe. so. Yeah. Hope the little ladies yeah you, I mean, you never know who's going to show up to Paula. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fast guys in Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, on that note, let's take a quick break to hear from our uh, incredible sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Gohan, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. 
And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Bo Han, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. Welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, let's talk 450s at Thunder Valley. Uh, 
Lots of amazing I, saves. I was, oh, dude, right? <laughs> How about all the like flying W's and Supermans and stuff like? I don't know. I heard that um, Cincerello and Barsha. And Barsha, yeah, like in the Ferrandis on the two fifty, it was crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. There was like so many times when people's boots were heels to the air. Yeah. Which is crazy because I mean the only I feel like the only ruts going up the jumps was there was a few on the finish line, but for the most part they're they were all pretty shallow. I mean maybe that down that single downhill um, mm-hmm. that Anton was talking about a bit earlier, but yeah I mean there's quite a few crashes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Ray, that okay the little jump out of the turn before the mechanics area. Okay, yeah, that, like t- that, that thing wide, sucked. Yeah. That thing looked like it sucked because it could you have tripled it if you went all the way wide or was it still too sketchy? Yeah, they were they were tripling it. Um they were tripling it and, and landing in the ruts and, and going right um into the mechanics area or whatever. But yeah, they they were tripling it from the outside. Yeah, because it seemed like the faster guys stopped doing that later in the day, and then they were just blocking inside line to inside line. Yeah. So then they weren't, like, wasting the time. But, yeah, I actually have Barsha's crash off of that in the second moto, like a sequence of it. Mm-hmm. He just he said he hit a kicker, and then the front end just nosed down, and he went over, and he hit his head, and, like, just like just went, you know, kind of right into the ground. Um, Adam had some issues there. Yeah, I, I think a lot of guys said that they were kind of surprised that there were, like, little hidden knuckles and bumps in certain places, too. Did yeah. it seem like that, A-Ray? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, like, there was a huge deep... You could go inside and go double single and then inside again um, right there before the mechanics area. But I've seen Ferrandez a few times on the broadcast. He would go outside, triple, outside again, and carry his momentum. And it looked really good. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff where, like, I don't know, like just little sketchy spots where soft spots and then like hard pack spots and stuff that could get you and bite you pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the <clears throat> in the second moto, I was uh, for a sec I was surprised to see Eli pass Adam, mm-hmm. like considering Adam's closer in title contention. But I don't think there would be any team orders for that. Yeah. Like they'll pass. But th- this whole race to me just showed that Eli decided to show up in a race. Yeah, it's like he. I, like you nothing's know. wrong. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, it's, it's struggling to find the pace. That bullshit. He's just not <laughs> trying. Like, because I mean, dude, he looked like he looked like himself this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. to AC with about five minutes to go, I thought he was going to make a run at Eli. He closed yeah. up pretty quick on yeah. him, and then I think he made a few mistakes, and then it sort of just all unraveled for him there a little bit towards the end. But yeah, I thought there for a second that he was going to he was going to make a run at Tomac, but mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't happen. Hey, Don. I didn't. I haven't gotten the chance to rewatch the race yet. But in that like halfway point of Moto Two, when Eli starts hitting at his clutch lever and stuff like that, oh yeah, did it look like he lost a ton of time just because of that, or did uh, everybody else just step they, it up? They said he lost six it seconds. Was six seven, yeah, something like that. Oh really? Okay. Six seconds. Wow. Yeah, because he was being hard on the clutch, you know, and nobody knew what was happening yet. Like Cowie didn't know until after he came off the track. And then I have some photos of him going through turns and just because of how the light was, you can see that you, you know, you can kind of see some smoke coming out of the overflow vent and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he was riding the hell out of it, but they said that some dirt got in there, like in the pivot point of the clutch and he was like oh. hitting it to knock it. Loose. Yeah, Cause so he, was he like... didn't burn the clutch out. <clears throat> yeah. Well, towards the end of the broad or end of the moto on the broadcast, they said that, they reported that there were weird noises coming from his bike too. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, with yeah, like see, two they three laps to go. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that he had put it like in that 
like Loretta's breaking point like he had in the past, but he mm-hmm. was definitely riding it hard, and there was some tense moments of, is this thing going to make it? Did he do it again? What what are they going to have to do? Mm. Um, but then the, the rivalry between him and Adam, like, he just straight up wants to beat Adam. He doesn't yeah. want to be second guy at Cowie right now, you know, and especially with that, that was a big statement for him. A-Ray, like, you've, you've been to that race enough. Don, you've been there. It's very weird how, not weird, but, like, the Colorado people are so behind Eli. Like, more so than any Dude. place else. Yeah. And there wasn't that many fans there. Obviously, I feel like they sold out. Um, on, yeah. Yeah. Their limit. Yeah, they sold out on their limit. But they were loud. Like, whenever he came over that uphill triple in the back and then went around that sweeper, mm-hmm. you could just freaking hear him just roaring over there. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy whenever he was out in the lead. I would love to know, like, obviously he's, you know, a Hall of Fame talent and all that stuff. Like, Eli's badass. We know that. I'm so surprised, though, that how passionate all of his fans are, especially at Colorado, because it's not like he's a guy that goes and just hangs out at the local track and all this right. stuff. Like, he's just a badass that all of those dudes get behind. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Colorado moto crowd, it seems like mountain bikers and, uh, like, Denver people that move there to grow legal weed, it doesn't seem like... It's a very different, like, demo than any other track that we go to. So it's funny to see that, and everybody was just partying this weekend. I don't think I walked through, like, the crowd and didn't see one person with a 2x4, like, tall boy in their hands. I wonder I wonder if Anton hit the dispensary before he went home. I'm sure he did. Oh, no, I was a good boy. I was a work trip. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, did you know that there's this really good dispensary around the corner from the office? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they got these awesome cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, you know what's funny is I, I came here one Friday or Saturday night to pick something up at the office, and there was so much traffic going down Central, straight to Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So, uh, so Anton, what you say that you alluded to this rivalry, right? So, like, how is it sitting with Eli that AC's in here just winning and doing really great? Um, I think the all the talk about, like, Adam's so good, what's the deal, all this stuff, like, what's Eli's problem, uh, that really wore on him. Yeah. Uh, we kind of, we've had some conversations after I, like, click the camera off after we do How Was Your Weekend and stuff like that, and you can just tell that, like, he's he's fired up. Like, he doesn't want to be getting his ass kicked or anything like that, but at the same time, too, I don't think that he was going to ride over his limit and risk getting hurt, but especially there, like, he wants to win. You know, and he wants to beat Adam in front of everybody that's there. It's the Colorado thing, like you said. But I don't think that they're, like, butting heads and starting a rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's just two superstar guys that are inevitably going to have to keep some distance, you yeah. know. And then Eli's- I would be surprised if Adam gets, like, a motorhome. I don't think that he would because well, that's how they keep so much distance, too. Yeah, because Eli's Eli has his. a motorhome. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's- and then Adam pretty much has the run of the Cowie truck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, yeah. what happened to Barsha? He crashed. Second one. He cr- crashed, okay. yeah. He's, you said he's good, though, right? Yeah, yeah he's it? all good. And then Tickle had bike problems or something? Like a technical? Yeah. Well, I think there was like a something with like a rock getting stuck or something. I don't know. There was like a noise, but they, get, they haven't really figured it out yet. Um, I don't really know the full extent of that, but like I just know that they're going to go put the bike on the dyno this week, I guess, mm-hmm. and sort of see what happened there. Okay, with the... Barsha back to gas gas thing. Does that open up any doors for Tick at Yamaha? Have you heard anything? Or I haven't heard anything. I would hope so. 
I mean, he's riding really well, and I think he gels really good with that bike. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I mean, man, I hope so. 2021, I want to see him on or on a Yamaha for sure because he gels really well with that bike. He rides it really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the latest silly season at the pits, Tuan Diggity? Um, I think for that spot, it's going to come down to if they get Malcolm or not to do that 450 Supercross deal or what Mm -hmm. they do with Tickle. It sounds like the whole Barsha staying at Yamaha, that was really Bobby Regan that owns Star Racing, really, really trying to push that deal and not so much Yamaha. Mm -hmm. And so then when all of this Thrasher stuff came up and Barsha and all that, that's kind of how those chess pieces moved around. Um, As far as everything else going right now, it's just it's a weird time because the big guys are all locked in. It's the second tier guys that are all kind of scrambling to figure out what's going to happen. Um, you know, like again, we I, I want to see what happens with this Rocky Mountain team. Yeah. You know, because that's potentially two spots. I mean, Daggett has one for sure, so that's a second spot that could be open. Um, I know that a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, that would be a great spot for for Tickle to go to." You know, that's a great second team because. Unfortunately, Bogle's probably not going to be back there if there was a second option next year. Benny's not going to go back there, but Tickle's not going to go back there either because I wouldn't see KTM. They have final approval of who gets that spot. And with the way everything went, I don't see them really having him come back. Mm -hmm. Um, Husky is going to have some stuff, you know, three-man 450 team. But it sounds like Mosman now is going to go to TLD Gas Gas and not Drake and not Heartraft. It sounds like both of those guys have just been bumped out. Um, Well, not completely yet, I don't think. Um, There might be like maybe like a half of a year deal or something like that where it's like only one one season of Supercross or something for one of them. Um, Yeah, and that would be – but like, dude, nine 250 races is not enough. For some of these guys to show what they're going to need to do exactly, you know what i mean yeah. and especially for a guy like Hartraft, like you're going to what bust your ass that hard for potentially nine races like and then it sucks how yeah. does anton how does this work okay so i guess march banks is still under contract with pro circuit until the end of the year right and he's and he's in south carolina north carolina wherever club is Ride the riding a club mx yamaha yeah how does how does that work and, um, and he signed what? for 2021 with them from what I'm kind of picking up from talking to different people, Cowie does not give a shit. Like, they're whatever. <laughs> they're like, like yeah. He's like, done. He's yeah, done. Yeah, like, he's, he's done. good. Yeah. I didn't know that there was that photo of him riding a Husky uh, last week. Yeah, like, I seen that. Ago or something like yeah. that. And then somebody sent it to me, and that was weird. And it was just somebody's, like, you know, personal bike. It wasn't a, a race bike or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, but if you're um, going to do that, don't wear your jersey. Like, wear it inside yeah, out right? or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or don't wear your helmet, don't wear all that, you know. Um, yeah. Is anybody else surprised him, about the Club MX deal, though? I mean, I mean, if he's going to go to any privateer team, it would be Club MX because yeah. that's where he was whenever he was an amateur. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, think, and I he, think that'll gel well. He had been pushing pretty hard to try to figure out where he could go train because he bounced around to go everywhere to try to figure it out. If he has a relationship at Club with some guys that are already there. Hey, that's good. That's a good bike. That's a pretty decent bike. You know, mm-hmm. it's a powerful Yamaha. They know what they're doing. It's a Jamie Ellis engine. Uh, you know, they've had Hill there. They have some pretty good stuff that they know what to do. And that could be cool for him. That could be a really cool way for a privateer team to come together. I think a lot of people are surprised that a factory team didn't sign him. That's, but yeah. I think that he wanted to go where he wanted to go, and he wants to do things on his terms, and club's going to be more lenient than anybody else's. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I would like to see Harraf on a pro-circuit Kawasaki. 
Same. Yeah. I would love to see that. You said that I think last week. That's what I. That's what I want to see. And now that's what I want to see. Yeah. It would be sick. Yeah. We need. We need to get that figured out. How's his? How's his morale right now? Um, it's hot and cold. I mean, you know, like he's obviously, he's had some high points this year. I mean, hell, he's got three podiums. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he's got a podium, uh, outdoors and then two, two on, the, yeah. on Supercross. The only bad part is it's about, it was early, you know what I mean? Which yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess people forget. Yeah. I don't know what happens, but I mean, you're only as good as your last race, I guess is what most people say. And, you know, and that sucks, but I think, um, He's just trying to keep his head high and and uh, and really finish strong this this last you know race at Paula, which I think he'll be good. Do you think like say he didn't get a top tier ride, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think he should go to the 450 class? Like, with yeah, the stature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say Supercross, but outdoors 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I he think would, he would be really good on a 450. Yeah, dude, he could muscle that bike around like nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he would be right up there with Anstey and and all them if he rode 450 yep. outdoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what what else, Anton? Any Geico rumors, news? Rumors. Yeah, Geico sponsor. Oh, what about Jmart? Um. Okay. So, with all that going on, we're kind of getting to the breaking point of if this Geico thing is going to happen as a, as a team, like just old habit, referring to it as Geico Honda. Now, did you uh, hear that they that Geico offered them something, but it just wasn't as much as it was. Uh, no, I've heard that there is some other stuff that's out there. Like there, it sounds like things are trending in a good way for there to be some sort of program next year. It's just going to be way scaled down. Okay. Uh, it'll be maybe three guys, both Lawrence brothers and then J Mart, if everything goes right. Uh, the Martin or the Lawrence brothers are kind of getting sold as a package deal right now, which is good. Uh, and that's good for Hunter too, because he's really kind of come into his own lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the good results he had had last year have been overshadowed and he's kind of putting it back together now. So that shows that there's some some proof with him. Um, I asked J-Mart, you know, in How Was Your Week, and I'm like, hey, you're delivering for this team as it's kind of coming to the end here. That's got to feel pretty good. All those guys are giving it 100%. They still have data acquisition stuff and everything on Jet's bike during practice, so they're recording information for something. It's not like, you know, there's not going to be anything next year. Somebody somewhere will run a factory-backed Honda. Uh, and I think it's probably going to stay in house with those guys. I don't think though that it's um, it's going to be as big. And they kind of wouldn't tell me who the sponsor was because they don't want to kind of bone a deal up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like once stuff like that, and I understand once word like that starts getting out, then people start putting a little bit more pressure on them, or yeah. other teams start calling to try to like Counter. pull away a deal yeah. and all that shit. So I think that the team's just kind of keeping it quiet, and then they'll figure it out in these next few weeks. But Morale of the guys is pretty good, you know, even of the mechanics and, and the team staff and stuff. They're not, they're not depressed or bummed out. You know, they know they're going out on a high note. However, it is. Hey, are they having? Are they going to have to find someone to replace Shift too? Not only Geico. Uh, they're going to have to replace quite a few sponsors. It sounds like. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like, from what I had heard, uh, as far or as recently as last week, there were some t- uh, like industry brands that were redoing their 21 budgets, not thinking that that team would be around at all, just as a backup plan, just in case something happens, hey, we have this much money that we used to spend here that will now be allotted to go somewhere else. Hmm. But with them maybe finding a new sponsor and some other support and keeping something, it might might come together. 
that that's the biggest puzzle piece of this whole offseason for sure now. Yeah. Well, dang. I just can't imagine that race shop going away. I know. Dude, right? The thing is so nice. so amazing, yeah. Full gym. If, it, if they like, sell it, who do you think picks it up? Because I think Star needs that. Star needs the, more space than that <laughs> with how many freaking guys they got. Yeah, right. 19 Holy right cow. Whatever. Damn. So, okay, what else happened? You went to the two-stroke national yesterday. I did. Or two-stroke world championships presented by Fast House. Yes. And some guy that no one knows who it was won the first moto. I, he won the first moto, yeah. I guess Alessi ended up getting the second, but... Yeah, I won don't know the overall. Who, he won the overall, but this kid, yeah. I had seen him in practice. He did one lap, pulled over. He was younger, and he started trying to yell across the track at his dad saying the bike wasn't running. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, who's this kook? And then all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, he's he's passing Alessi. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's fast, though. He wow. was in fly gear on a, a pretty it, bone stock CR250. Was it Dare Martil? I don't know. Is that who it was? I don't know. I don't know. Said he was Once like third on the, the yeah. Let's see if there's results. Yeah. Let's see. Because Derdy Motil, he's pretty fast. I seen his name on the. Is that who it was? Yeah, he's pretty fast. Okay. Yeah, he raced nationals. Did um, you race mm-hmm. him at the uh, the races you do in Central California? Um. What? Yeah, I think so. Those ones that you go up and do. Yeah, the Little Oki. I raced yeah. him at Little Oki. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the HEP. Yeah, mm. he yeah. looked like he had like a kit stuff on his mm-hmm. his bike, but other than that, everyone was saying it was bone stock. Yeah, he's pretty. He's a pretty fast. Yeah, he's a pretty fast dude. He's good at those money races. Mm. So, uh, how did Josh Grant look? Josh Grant looked good. You know, the first two laps, I was like, oh, he looks good, but then it looked like he faded. But then he picked it up at the end again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, shake I, that arm pump out. Yeah. He's good. I can't say he did worse or better than how I expected. I was kind of surprised because like he was telling me he was racing the two stroke race. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you, what are you building? Oh, you'll see. It surprised me that he rode a Honda. I know. Same. You know what I mean, like, why wouldn't you race something modern? Yeah, right? That's what I figured he'd be on a YZ or something. Dude, his Husky husky two-stroke yeah. that he had what happened to that for thing? straight rhythm, that thing was a freaking powerhouse right yeah, there. That thing was so gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, Griffin Dexter, you know that kid? No. He used to race our series and stuff. I think he does stuff in-house for KTM and Husky now. Uh-huh. He showed up, and he was fast. Like, that first moto, mm-hmm. he, he was challenging Alessi to take the lead. And then he just, the work days got into him, and he just <laughs> dropped back to, like, sixth place. But, yeah, there were some good guys. Uh, Wageman didn't do so hot. Mm-hmm. But uh, Heft did pretty good. Did, did Wageman defend his 125 championship? No, Heft. Oh, Heft came in. I'm pretty sure it was Heft, yeah. Heft was fast. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Wait, was that last? No, Heft, it, it looks like Heft went 113. Oh, just kidding. Well, I didn't stay for second moto, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is and it's, this is one of those weirdo races where it's hard to find results for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, you, might, you might have to go to Motocross Action's website. That's I, where I'm at. I remember, though, them saying. Using a hammer and a chisel? After the first yeah. motos that uh, Heft's bike was messing up. So maybe maybe he didn't get it fixed up. Because I know uh, Kenny was talking about Heft racing on someone else's bike, the second moto. Ah. So maybe they didn't get it figured out. Yeah. Hey, Ant, uh, A-Raid, was that last year that we did the two-stroke national? Or was that two, two years, years ago? ago? Uh, it might have been last year because I was on, I was on HEP. Yeah. yeah, it was 2019, really? yeah. Yeah, dude, that was wow. so fun. It was. We it was. That, uh, we got a special uh, <laughs> RM125. It wasn't the fastest. No. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> definitely not, not fastest, especially with me on it. But, dude, 
that was uh, just a fun day. We got a lot of views out of that that YouTube video yeah, that we that did. Oh, that video is sick. Oh, it was so good, so yeah. good. It, it I still was, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was super fun that day. It was, it's like, it's it's a bummer that all this different racing overlap because of COVID and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, it would have been fun to go back there and do that because like, yeah. you could have ridden Cholo Mike's uh, RM 250. Yeah. Yeah, I could have rode that. Um, or your, or your K, do you still have the KX? I do. I still have the KX 250. Oh, yeah, why why do you look so amazing on a low powered bike? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and um I would like to thank uh the guys that did the graphics uh for Piston Bones. Piston Bones. I would like to thank uh Piston Bones for doing the graphics for yeah. for that bike uh that RM250. Um it was awesome. Yeah. So and it was like last minute too cuz Mike he's been wanting to he's been wanting to get that bike so he could take the suspension off to send it to SGB to mm-hmm. get it coated and stuff, I guess. That might so take a while. It might, <laughs> but you never know. Um, you know I, he turns around four stroke stuff fast, but like when you send him two stroke stuff, who knows, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping know. to get mine back this year. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll you get it here that? pretty soon. You hear that, Jason? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Thank you to Piston Bone for getting those graphics done for me. For Cholo Mike, um, yeah, it's a bike that I built. Yeah, yeah, RM250. Well, Medina 3. What is the Moto Mike Moto X Mike 3. What's the significance of the 3? I don't know. It's just number 3. That's this. I guess it's just the number on the Instagram. Yeah. It looks like Dale. Yeah. <laughs> Earnhardt fan. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Brian and Jess Popolardo, mm-hmm. they're awesome. They're in Corona. Piston Bones Printing is in Corona and... Dude, they've helped us out with a lot of last-minute projects. Yeah. Yes, they made, yes, they have. They made the ARA 61 shirts we sold at uh, at Straight, Rebel Straight Rhythm. Yeah, Straight Rhythm. that that was awesome. I need to see. I want to do my own merch. I just don't know how to build a website. Oh, dude, Megan will help you with that. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they they built the uh, they they printed the uh, Swap My Life sticker sheets mm-hmm. on our merch thing, and they did the individual stickers, and they did the Scrub Daddy stickers, which sold out. That's awesome. They're gone. Yeah. Everyone loves Scrub Daddy. <laughs> hey, real quick, back to the two-stroke national, though. Um, it was like a lot of people there, and it was cool because there was a lot of industry guys there. Like there was a lot of guys from Cowie there that w- I talked to that were taking pictures and like just going to go back and just grill everyone at Cowie. Like this is why we need to make two-strokes again. Because yes, Cause, dude, yes, I cannot believe how many bikes that were there. Yeah, but, yeah, a lot of industry people there that were really stoked on that. So. Dude, let me ask you this. Was there any dickhead there running that stupid gas additive for two strokes that smells like bubble gum? Yeah, there were a couple. I, oh, smelled God, it. I, I like it, that. though. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> Dude, when I went to Paris Mini Night the other night, there was like two kids running it. I just wanted to sock their dads in the mouth. <laughs> That's the worst. That's funny, it man. It smells so bad. Dude, I like it. Have you smelled it, Ari? No, I haven't smelled it. I'm going to get some for my two stroke. Dude, no. Dude, bubble gum belongs to the snow cone booth, not on the track. Like when you're riding, and you're you're breathing hard and you're all sweaty. You don't want to smell bubble gum. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, I guess not. You never know. It's horrible. They shouldn't make that shit. <laughs> That's as lame as like pink levers or something. I don't know. Or green ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had green levers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right. Well, hey, this podcast is going sideways real quick, so we're gonna end it now. Guys, thanks for listening, and uh, I'm looking forward to next Monday's Kickstart podcast where we get to hear uh, how A-Ray did add it to that year-end Swap Moto Live bonus. I'm wearing a Swap Moto Live helmet, so that's, yeah. that should just tack on 100 bucks right there. 
Okay, it'll talk on hundred bucks. We owe you eight hundred bucks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Since nineteen ninety one, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized one and one eighth inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose built for youth riders. ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.